I was on a coaching call this week and I was reminded of the concept called organizational betrayal. And I wanted to share that with you because you might be experiencing this in your organization. I want to give you some tactics on how to deal with it. Welcome back to this week's episode of On the Level Leadership. So you might be asking yourself, what exactly is organizational betrayal? Well, organizational betrayal is when an individual or a group of individuals create a circumstance or breach the trust or the confidentiality of employees within that organization. Oftentimes, these behaviors breach organizational policies. They may breach agreements that were made with staff, and they can lead to harm for either the staff themselves within the organization or even sometimes clients and stakeholders outside of the organization. The main features you're going to see in organizational betrayal are things like breaking confidentiality, so sharing information that should not be shared, deception and dishonesty. This is when there's deliberate false information shared with the organization as a whole or with clients or what have you. Violation of agreements is when the team or a leader fails to deliver on the commitments that they have made to the organization. Undermining colleagues or supervisors to try to get around them or to circumvent the system or the bureaucracy that they're working within. An abuse of power, which is simply misusing their positions of leadership to gain favor for themselves or to somehow get people to do things they're not comfortable with. And threatening them if they don't behave in the certain way that the leader wants them to behave in. And finally, that last piece is a lack of transparency. There's no transparent communications. Everything is kind of hush-hush or hidden. There seems to be an agenda with everything that's going on. So now you understand what organizational betrayal is. How do you deal with it? Well, understand that when you work in an organization where this is occurring, it can be really taxing on your emotions, on your psychology, on your confidence. It can really affect you in ways that sometimes you don't even realize when you're in the situation. Sometimes it's when you leave the situation that you look back and realize just how bad it was, but it can be very taxing on an individual. So the first thing you need to do is acknowledge those feelings, acknowledge the feelings of frustration and of sadness and of confusion. It's really normal to have strong reactions to leaders or groups within an organization that are betraying your trust and your confidentiality. There could be feelings of disappointment and sadness and confusion. Those are all very normal. And when trust is broken, it is a normal human reaction to have strong feelings about that. The second thing I'm going to say is seek support. Find your allies within the organization. Maybe you're a target and no one else has been targeted, or perhaps it is a generalized sort of culture that's being produced or developed in that organization. Go to people you trust and gain their perspective and their knowledge in the most non-biased way possible. Not from a gossip perspective, but really trying to understand the problem that you have at your hand right now, like what's going on in the organization. The third thing is when you do this, though, is to maintain professionalism. So don't go down the rabbit hole hole that these betrayers have gone down. You don't want to go down to their level. You want to maintain professionalism. So watch your tone, be careful of your language, and obviously make sure that you don't uh, create more drama in a situation that's already stressful. This means really concentrating on ensuring that you're not impulsive or highly reactive to situations that are occurring around you. And that can be super, super hard when you're already frustrated and angry and disappointed with what's going on. So make sure you clarify the situation. This is another piece because maybe you misunderstood. Maybe it isn't a betrayal at all. Maybe you just misunderstood the input or the information and what you anticipated was going to happen didn't happen. So you see it as a betrayal, but in fact, it's not. In fact, you maybe there was a misunderstanding or miscommunication of information. So just clarify what is going on just to make sure that you're in fact correct in your assumptions. Because one of the things that's really bad is jumping up the ladder of inference and making assumptions about what's happening around you when in fact you should be dealing with facts. Review your organizational policies. So there may be whistleblower policies in place for you to 
expose a leader who is toxic, who's doing these kinds of things or making the organization feel distrustful or having employees feel betrayed or having their confidence destroyed because there was a leak or a breach of confidentiality, for example. So look at the policies of your organization. I know within the government of Canada, we had some pretty strict rules around how to behave and there were whistleblower protections in place so that if you really wanted to report a toxic leader, you could do so and you could do that through the ombudsman's office, for example, to sort of proctor on your behalf. So look at your policies and see what you what can be done within the organization you're already in. You might want to communicate with the person that's actually involved in the situation. So if you have a direct leader or a manager who has betrayed your confidence, you may want to have a conversation with them about it and ask them what was the thinking behind that process and what's what drives them to continue behaving the way they do and, and maybe set boundaries around how you would like to be treated going forward and how you would like to see the behaviors altered or, or changed. If the person who's committed this organizational betrayal is a subordinate or a colleague of yours, you may want to take it to a higher authority, especially if you already had a conversation with them and you can't seem to resolve the issue. Sometimes it's important to just include the senior leadership. This might mean having a conversation with the likes of HR or LR, labor relations, or the ombudsman for the organization. Whatever the case, they might be able to help mediate the situation. I've said this before, but I'm going to say that it's really important that you learn how to set boundaries and that you stick to those boundaries. In an organization where you've been betrayed in some way, you're going to have to really reevaluate the trust level you have, not just in the organization, but the individuals themselves. Be really cautious about sharing any sensitive information that could be used against you or that could be spread to people that don't need that information. This also applies to the time when you have that conversation with that individual as a one-to-one, that you won't accept that kind of behavior anymore and that you expect them to behave in a way that's more professional and much more honest and with integrity. I also mentioned earlier how this can be really hard on our psyche. It can be hard on our emotional state, on our psychological state. So my advice to you really is to ensure that you focus on self-care. So whatever relationships you have outside of that work environment, lean on those, right? The people that you actually trust, the people that actually love you are the ones that you want to lean on when you're feeling a little stressed out about what's happening around you. Make sure you take time to recharge and learn to turn off the phone and to not focus on the things that are happening at work. If you need to distract your mind, distract it with things that are considered healthy. Go for a walk, go to nature, uh, have fun with a friend, go out for dinner, go to sleep and have a nap, whatever you need to recover, ensure that you really exercise self-care, especially when you've experienced this kind of betrayal in the workplace. I have a really hard time doing this because I tend to ruminate. I have an anxiety brain and I tend to ruminate on the things that went wrong, the things I said that were not okay, or the things that person said. And I sometimes will ruminate about how I should have responded or how I should have acted or reacted to a situation. That's not helpful because you can't go back in time. You can't change the outcome of what happened. You can't change the betrayal. So the point of self-care is giving yourself permission to just let it go and to find a way to move forward. And that leads me to the final point I want to make, which is consider your options. The betrayal is severe and it's really challenging you to stay where you are, then you might want to start looking for opportunities to leave that organization. Ultimately, your psychological health is just not worth staying in an organization that is highly toxic and is betraying your trust over and over and over again. 
you're going to want to find a role elsewhere that aligns more closely with your values and with your own personal ethics. Just remember to exercise that discretion because if you start looking for a job elsewhere, especially if the offenders are senior leadership, you don't want to give them an excuse to get rid of you sooner. So be very, very careful about what you share when you're looking to develop your exit plan or exit strategy out of an organization, especially if it's a toxic one. Now, just remember that every situation is unique and every person has a different set of values and expectations when it comes to our workplace. Something that might be considered a betrayal by one person might just be shrugged off by another. So really look at the situation for what it is for you and what it means for you in the role and the career that you're currently in. Do not hesitate to seek professional help and counseling. If this is affecting your mental health and your mood at home, then certainly look to get the support you need from a registered therapist or psychologist to help you kind of move your mental mindset and your mental status to a different place. And sometimes working with a coach, not from a mental health perspective, but from a career progression perspective can help. That person can help you fine tune your options and start developing that exit strategy so you can get out of the environment that you're in. So don't hesitate to get help if you need it. Thanks again for being here this week. I do appreciate you taking the time. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you give it a like and subscribe if you want to see this kind of content every week or so. And if you're listening on podcasts, make sure you follow this podcast because I am here pretty regularly providing information to help you be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. I look forward to seeing you here again. Until next time, take care. Thank you.